What's up, everybody, and welcome to another episode of We Run This. I am Chris Luminati. With me, as always, is Nick Domingo. Nick, what's going on, man? Not much, dude. How about yourself? I got really scared there. I thought you couldn't hear me. <laughs> uh, yeah, I was like, hey, what's up, man? <laughs> Just waiting. Uh, I, we should clue people in that we've been having some technical difficulties for like 15 minutes now, and it's been the most exhausting thing ever. Three different rooms that I tried at my parents house and no audio on your side some audio for me then it flipped you gotta love technology in 2020 man we, we tried three different physical rooms and three different zoom rooms and uh finally get it there's really only two of us imagine if there was more of us it would be yeah incredibly awkward but uh we finally got it going we're recording and we are here today uh you are in the same part as you were la same part of the house as you were last time you're on the gazebo. You're a little less cabana-ish. You're more running-ish. Yeah, a little bit more uh, prepped now to, to go, you know, pound four miles on the pavement. But, uh, you know, originally I was in the nice air-conditioned room, and I actually had told you right before I cut out on the microphone that I was sweating my ass off sitting out here yesterday. Even in my linen shirt that breathed so great, mm -hmm. I felt sweat literally just pouring down my back yesterday. I was like, I'm not going to do that. I don't, I don't want to have to deal with that again. Here I am out, outside in the little gazebo area. Sometimes uh, for the benefit of entertainment, you have to get uncomfortable. Exactly. Well, like, I'm about to get uncomfortable, man. So speaking prepared of, for everyone watching, <laughs> I'm going to sweat. <laughs> speaking of getting uncomfortable, the end of last episode, we talked about that you were going to go and try and run with a mask. You did try this. Do you want to talk about it? Uh, yes. So I know that we said to yesterday, wear a mask while running if your state guidelines tell you to do that. I did it. I ran four and a half miles yesterday. The first mile or so wore a mask. I would not advise anyone to do that. I wore a cloth mask. I could not breathe. I legitimately felt like I was going to pass out. I ripped it off. It was all sweaty. My face was red, sweaty. It was one of the most miserable feelings I've ever had. It's like running with a sock over your, your face, and I did not like it at all. Do you think if the mask was breathable, it would have been better? Like, I, obviously you can breathe, but I think one of the ones with, like, the, you know, the uh, air hole or the ventilation. Yeah, the little air hole gauge or whatever. Yeah, maybe. I know you and I talked about that earlier this morning. It may have been a little bit better um, because we've seen football players wear those before. So I'm sure they have a little bit more ventilation. Mm -hmm. But the one that I wore, if you guys have a, a cloth mask, do not wear it while running. I will tell you right now, you will feel like you're suffocating. So that was my experience. You know, after, Never we, again. after we did record that one, so I went online and I checked a couple places about what experts and doctors actually recommend. And I found the answer was all of the answers. Like, it was different. Like, it was either, like, do what's best for you. If you run yep. in a crowded area, maybe. Uh, if you're running in a group, maybe. Everything was, like, maybe. You know, like, it's up to you. Exactly. I, I really don't think, like, I was, I was thinking about it. I did not do it. And I was thinking about it. Like, in order for me to wear the mask, if I were to get in trouble – or whatever, like, so someone would have to see me, think enough to report me, they would then have to call the police, they would have to wait there, 
if the cops even show up. The cops then have to find me. Like, it's never going to happen. It never. And I'll tell you one thing that I hated about this mask situation while running. I love to spit. We talked about it on a previous episode. I spit almost every – and for me – not being able to spit and hold in. And I'm, I felt like I was just congested and you're just, it, it was one of the most uncomfortable feelings. And I wish that I could stop really describing. And I kind of want to say anyone listening, go out and run in a mask just so you can the miserable pain that it is of running into a mask. But I actually don't want anyone to do it. I would never recommend anyone do it because it's fucking awful. When you spit, did you pull down or pull up? Um, I actually undid it from the right. And when I would stop at like a stoplight, I would just like hawk a huge loogie thinking, okay, I'm getting all this stuff that was in there for the past, like, you know, quarter mile. And you know, you've, you've had those runs where you like go for a run and your mind's not in it and you can't find the right music. Body's not going with your, your brain picture at times a hundred. Because you're just so uncomfortable. You just feel like something's not right. I can't get my breathing down. I can kind of hear myself breathing. It's kind of like we're, you know, like you're, it just, it was awful. And yeah, don't do it, guys. Do not do it. Chris, do not do it. I, I didn't running with a mask. Yeah. Don't get arrested. Don't wait around. Yeah. I didn't plan to. But it actually, the mask leads us uh, to our topic of the day. Our topic today is about running records, like record-setting runs. Except we're not going to concentrate on, like, Olympic-type ones. These are all ridiculous records. And I feel like as soon as I started run- reading some of these records that we're going to go over, I thought to myself, there's definitely going to be masked records soon. Because people are going to try doing things with masks on. And so maybe like six months from now, we're going to be reading about the masked records. But right now, we don't have any masked records. We do have some ridiculous running records to review. And uh, Nick and I went over these this morning. But before we get into the ridiculous ones, I thought it would be good for Nick and I to uh, toot our own horns and go over our own personal records. So then when we went to review these records, we could look at our personal records, look at what these people did under really weird circumstances and see if we'd be able to like compare. So why don't we go through our personal records for everyone. We'll compare them to each other and then we'll talk about them as compared to the actual world records that we're talking about. Absolutely. And I'd like to know some of these records we've talked about or that we have that we will be talking about. I want to know predictions. If, if you think you could beat one, I'll, I'll say which one I, can, I think I could beat and we'll kind of go that way because I would love to try some of these records I, I and beat like- these records. I feel like you and I are going to say we could beat one of the same ones. I'm not, I don't yeah. know for a fact, but I feel like there's one that I know I looked at, and I'm sure you looked at, and you were probably like, I could beat that. <laughs> but yes. we'll see. Yeah. So first, let's go through our own personal records. Uh, what's your fastest 5K ever? So yeah, I, don't, I haven't done a whole lot of 5Ks. I've only actually done like four or five in my – I, you know, I – I talked about just diving in off the deep end when I started my running career, and that was a full marathon. So in the four, five, five k I've ran, I actually finished first in my age group from 32 to 36 last year here in Nashville. It was the Fourth of July firecracker run, 
and it was a time of 21, like 51. And I was really pissed about it because I was gunning for actually 20 minutes or below and I didn't get it. And so I was like, damn it. I know that I, you know, didn't get my goal. I was all pissed off. And then my buddy who actually was only like 19 seconds behind me, he said he could see me the entire time. He just didn't have the energy to like push it to try and pass me. Mm. We're waiting around getting free bagels, getting free juice. Next thing we know, we hear our names and they're like, they've posted the scores and the first place in the age, you know, 32 to 36 bracket, Nick Domingo. And I was like, what the fuck? Mm. I just won my, you know, age group. And we went and I finished first and he finished second. So even though I didn't get my goal, I still ended up winning, getting first place. So I, I was happy with that. Nice. Congrats. You're, you're yeah. Not, How about your? You're not going to believe this. I have a faster 5K than you. You son of a bitch. But no, hold on. It's kind of tainted. And I'm going to tell oh, you yeah. why. PEDs. A, a buddy of mine, a buddy of mine and I did this 5K at the same time. We did it on a track. We ran the mile, stopped, stopped our timers, walked a lap, ran another mile. So mine came to 21.30, but with stopping and looping in between. So that's still – but in my run keeper, that's my fastest 5K because we would pause, walk the lap, and then run it again. That's like <laughs> doing a virtual race. And you, you said you didn't want it, you wouldn't do that. But I'm not going to delete it. I mean, this was also like two years ago. Like I ran three amazing miles. I just stop in between. <laughs> exactly. So there were three hey, insane it, miles. You know what? It counts. It counts. According to my run. I'll keeper. give it. <laughs> exactly. Run keeper says all, man. It's, it's the, it's the jury. It's, it's, it's out. You know, you know what that, you know what that run is to me? It's like when you go golfing with buddies and you're, and you're going for a putt and you miss it by like, I don't know, a foot and people are like, I oh, will give it to you. Uh, we'll give it exactly. to you. And it's nowhere close. Well, mine was like nowhere close, but you'll give it to me. <laughs> it burns the edge there. And you're like, oh, that's a gimme. Don't worry yeah, about it. I would I would have made this. I would have made this. Exactly. So fast is 10K. This is a legit 10K. My fastest, okay. my fastest 10K was 48.55. That's a good time. It's not bad. Yeah. So I haven't run a 10K lately, but mm. mine was 45, like 20 something, according to my run keeper. All right. So I'll, I'll take that. I do remember because I looked at where it, when it was and it was like six months ago. I did walk, so I don't want to say it's tainted, but Most there was a, a it, there was a moment because I did it when I was in San Diego. I went for the run and I it was right when I got to this downtown area where I was staying and I was like I either go up this and I have no idea where I'm going or I stop and turn around for about a quarter mile so it is tainted but I'm gonna stick by I don't think walking taints things but I stopped the clock so I catch I, I catch I caught my breath oh you stopped the clock oh that's different that's different. yeah I thought you meant you yeah. stopped. Like, you kept the clock going, but you physically stopped. No, I stopped the clock. Okay. I, had, I was like, because I was all, where am I going? And do I just, so that's what I did. I admit it. I cheated my way through the 10K. 
So in other let's words, add a, let's add a minute and a half to it. So in, let's call it a forty-seven. In other words, both of our all of our records are bullshit. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It, it, right now, we're Sammy Sosa and Mark McGuire. Right now, oh yeah, we should be Hall of Famers. Okay, well, well, my half is not bullshit because I did not yeah. stop at all. Did not stop once. Did not stop my timer. Did not stop my body. I did a half in an hour forty-six thirty-three. That's good. Yeah, for my, nice. first, my first half ever. Wait, that was your first ever half? I, I ran a Dude. half by myself, like in a like in my neighborhood. But that's yeah. the first like this is my first official timed half marathon. That's good. Yeah. So I've done like twenty some halves, and every single one I've done, I had kind of hovered. The first one was like one fifty five, and then it was like one. 51 there was a huge like streak of like 140 to 146 which is you know as you as you know like an 8 8 15 pace which i'm super happy with mm. when i was in the uh oregon country race this was 2000 actually the last race that i did the half, half marathon not like in my own neighborhood like you i finished 139 22 Wow. Um, and I, I love, I was like, I'm never going to break that PR because the, the core flat, they call it like Buns Hill that you go up like to start the race. And it's nothing compared to the Hills here in Nashville where I was living at the time or in Seattle. So like this Buns Burner Hill or whatever it's called, you go up for like a mile and then the rest of the course is like downhill and flat. So I remember being at mile 11 turning this corner and you have this like, like stone road. Mm. And I was like, this kind of sucks to run on, but I was like flying. I looked at my watch. I'm like, holy shit, dude. Like I may be able to beat 140 in this. And I just kept going and ended up, you know, eclipsing that and got the, the 139. So I, I'm happy with it. I'm going to try and, and beat that, but I don't, I don't know if I'll be able to. Yeah. I mean, that's a great time. My 146 for my first time, I was completely happy with. If I never beat yeah. them, I'm fine with, you know, like I, I did what I want to do. I'm not even going to say if I'm going to run a half again, but if I do, I'd be happy with the one that I had. So Hell yeah, dude. And course makes such a big difference, don't you think? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you could you, – I bet you could absolutely shed four minutes, five minutes off that 146 mm-hmm. at the course that I did. Like you would, you would just attack and be like, holy shit, I just finished this in 140, 145. So – uh, of course makes a huge difference obviously when you're running yeah i think a lot of it like this one had a lot of hills on the back end and it like it killed me for a little while like i was going to yeah. a good clip and then i'd hit a hill and be like oh okay so but so, <laughs> hills fucker. yeah fucking hill. Uh, i don't even my friend has the theory that like the faster you run up them the quicker it's over which technically is true but like i can't exert all of my energy sprinting up this hill in the middle of a race, you know, yeah, not, it just kills me. So yeah. with our personal records, we're going to jump into the world records. And I think the first place to start is a place where I personally hate, you're okay with. It's the treadmill records, which oh. let's start with, uh, let's start with the cheating records first. Speaking of, of, of cheating, of, of cheating, it, yeah, treadmills are cheating, but I'm going to go ahead and read this. So, According to the Treadmill Running Records database, the men's world record for running a marathon on a treadmill is held by Eric Blake, 
2004 Olympic Marathons trial qualifier who, in 2006, ran 26.2 miles in two hours, 21 minutes, and 40 seconds. That's insane. That's miserable. That's insane. That's awful. <laughs> on a treadmill. Two hours, 21 minutes on a treadmill. Dude, like, people don't like to walk two hours and 21 minutes outside. This guy's doing it on a treadmill clip. Like, no thank you. Yeah. It's – it's okay. And then for women, uh, Jenna Ryden, a – W-R-I-E-D-E-N. Sorry, Jenna, if I said your name wrong. A North Carolina cross-country coach holds the half-marathon – treadmill record of one hour and 20 minutes. And then Tyler Andrews has the half marathon record on a treadmill for one hour and three minutes. One hour and three minutes. I mean, promise to them for like doing you that running on a treadmill absolutely is fucking bullshit compared to running out on the road. Do you think you could get close to any of those? I'm going to go out on a limb and say no. <laughs> um, I, don't think, I don't think I could get under 130 on a treadmill. Do you? This is going to sound crazy. I would never do it. But I feel like I could do better for long distances on a treadmill because I can't – like, it's – telling me the pace to go and exactly. I have to keep up with the treadmill. Whereas out there, I mean, it's just going to happen. There's going to be sometimes for like a 30 seconds, you're going to dog it a little bit. And for 30, another 30 seconds, you're going to run faster. But if someone put me on a treadmill and was like, this is the pace you have to run to get this, the treadmill is going to do all the moving. You have to move with it. But like it was keeping me on pace. I probably feel like I would get a better record on a treadmill. However, I would never mentally do it. Cause that exactly. would be would be awful. Well, I I usually go at like an 8.2 mm. or 8.3 when I'm running five or six miles on the treadmill. And to your point, you just go. It's flat. You got the little bounce. But I, I mentally could not do a half a half marathon on there. I know I did that time in Chicago where I was like cold, but that was like me going like nine minute pace just to try and get through it. Uh, to that record, no chance. Right. Well, we're going to go right from miserable treadmills to miserable indoor marathons. And let's, yeah. talk, let's talk about the indoor marathon record. So uh, the men's and women's official indoor marathon records were set in the same year. Malcolm Richards, an elementary school teacher from San Francisco, holds the outdoor um, – I'm sorry. His outdoor record for a marathon is two hours 13 – he did it indoors at two hours and 19. And then the woman's record was two hours and 32. But the, I'm sorry. God, this is written so terribly. So that's her. I know it is. Her indoor yeah. was two hours and 40 minutes. So indoor records were 219 for men, 240 for women. Now, do you find that surprising? That they actually – their time was actually worse indoors, yeah. both of them, by like six and eight minutes indoors compared to outside. You would think it'd be the other way around, right? 
you would think, but I feel like, I mean, I'm assuming, so these were records that were set. I'm assuming this was some type of competition. So they were probably spectators, right? Maybe. Yeah. I, I feel like there's just something about outside. You just like kick it into higher gear. Like, you know. Yeah. That's true. I just feel like indoors, you're probably on a track. Mm-hmm. You're going around the track. It's flat. You're not going up hills. They're, you're not dodging people when you run. Get what you're saying about being outside, but I, I'm I was actually surprised looking at that, and I had to read it a couple times to think to myself, "Wait, did they write this the right way? That their times outdoors were better than indoors?" Because I I actually thought it was going to be completely opposite. All right, so you just brought up a good point that you don't even realize. So yeah. Running a marathon on a track, they're probably passing people much more frequently than they are outside, with a lot actually, less room. With a lot less room to maneuver. Yeah. So there's like a ton of people running this, even if they're running faster. You know, if you're running through the guy who's on, you know, mile seven and you're on mile 14 and you're running past them, you know, like there's people getting in your way. Yeah. Like maybe if they were left alone to run it by themselves, they might that, break well, the first time. And that's how what I'm thinking. I'm thinking that they like say, I'm going to go for the world record today and I'm going to run this by myself. Get a, get a uh, stopwatch. I'm going to go run it by myself and try and break this record. That's kind of how I look at it. But I didn't even think about what you're bringing up, that maybe it was like an actual marathon race where they have, you know, 100 people running on this fucking trail. Yeah, and people are getting in the way, and, like, you're just kind of – Yeah. I feel like that's got to be the answer. Because they didn't miss it by much. Like, they, exactly. the, the, their time was enough that, like, it could be, like, you're stopping for a reason or you're, like, moving around somebody for a reason to, like, you know – so that's I'm, I'm going to say it's the uh, it's that. So so here this one, the next two are insane. Like the next two are crazy. I don't even think I could do them. Let's just talk about them. So Betty Shuren, also known as Betty Hoops, takes the cake in this category. The runner and yogi from New York, who now instructs hula hoop fitness classes, set the Guinness World Record for the fastest half marathon with a hula hoop when she finished the 2012. Hollywood half marathon in three hours and three minutes without dropping or stopping the hoop once. Betty. How the Betty fuck is that possible? <laughs> she gets a slow clap. Betty, I mean, dude, that that record's never gonna be broken. Forever. Okay, let's first of all, let's talk about the actual motion of running. You're running forward, your torso's moving slightly, but Think of the motion to move a hula hoop. Like you literally have to gyrate your entire body to keep the hula hoop from going. So she's gyrating while she, that can't be good for the knees or the entire no. body. That'd be awful. Yeah. She, that's inhuman, man. Whatever Betty did test her for PEDs, that lady cheated her way through that record. I'm Without convinced. Stopping or dropping it. Yeah. Like, <laughs> wouldn't you think that someone like running by you would accidentally just like hit the hula hoop kind of like you're running in your own zone and you're like what the fuck is this lady doing with the hula hoop and you kind of like weave into her and the thing drops she has to stop the fact that that didn't happen and she 303 i mean that's absolutely remarkable to me do you think someone followed her to make sure she didn't drop it Oh, yeah. I, I think – I actually think that it was during a race, man. I mean, well, it was. Hollywood – Hollywood half marathon, right? right? Like, yeah, I guarantee you someone was behind 
she was like, I'm going to go for this Guinness Book of World Record right now. That's insane. I mean, that's, yeah, it's insanity to think. Not, not running. How long do you think you could keep a hula hoop up? <laughs> Man, I'm 35 years old, bro. I'm not going to be able to keep that shit up. <laughs> 10 seconds. <laughs> I feel like 10 seconds is generous. Yeah. I don't even know. Like, one time around. What about, like, what do you think? I will say that, uh, so about a year or two ago, I was with my kids at an event, and there were hula hoops, and I tried it. And I want to say maybe I got it around seven times, maybe, seven or eight times. Kids are better. I mean, They're thinner. They can move. Like, my son could do it the entire time. The whole key is you got to get that motion. Like, it's almost like jumping rope. Like, you got to get in that motion to keep it. I'm just going to keep doing this the entire episode. Exactly. It's going to be like a She's going to be mean like this. Yeah. You gotta like get in the motion of doing it. I think I maybe did it. I'm I'm probably being kind to myself and saying maybe seven times. Yeah, man. Hula hoops they're they they're made for kids or this Betty lady, not not you and I. Yeah, no. Another yeah. one that's not made for you and I is the next one. So Yeah. Uh I, I I'm gonna butcher this name, but Zhu Zenjun. So X U Z H E N J U N Zun Xju whatever uh, ran the entire 2004 Beijing International Marathon backwards and finished three hours and 43 minutes. She's got the he sorry he's got the Guinness record for backwards. So this guy makes me feel like a real piece of shit. <laughs> I ran my marathon, the only full marathon I've ever done, in four hours and 21 minutes. I was the first race I had ever done. I told, I talked about this before. I was training for it, all that stuff. I'm in what I thought peak condition. I was 19 years old. And this fucking guy <laughs> runs a full marathon backwards, 35 minutes faster than I ran forward. Do you think you have to train backwards? Like, how do you train for this? I, you have to, right? I mean, I don't. I hope he didn't just get out there and is like, I'm going to run this shit backwards and just went to town. What if he totally intended to run it forward and was just like, ah, yeah. screw this. Just spun around and just ran it backwards. I mean, what if you and I went and did a marathon course backwards? Not run it backwards. Just started the finish line and against all the people running towards you. Can we say we ran, we ran it backwards, technically? If we do it virtually, I think we can. Yeah, let's do it virtually, and people will love it. <laughs> so I, I forgot to ask you, have uh, any of the records we've covered so far, like do you think you could beat any of them? Uh, yeah, the hula hoop one, obviously. No, none of them so far. None, none of them so, so far. far. Any right. of yours? All right. No. You're no. not. Got okay, it. okay. I think we're getting, okay, into the, we're getting into the area where we think we could beat it. Like I, now There's one – there is so – standing out to me that i bet that both of us say we can do. i know, it. I know and it's it gonna is. be all ego it's we're, all ego that we'll be able there. to do that we're almost there yeah right, so the next one this one i would be willing to try so australian paul Crake holds the men's record for the fastest run up the empire state building in 2003 he climbed it in nine minutes and 33 seconds becoming the only runner who has ever broken the 10 minutes in the event and i didn't write down how many steps it was i feel like it's like seven thousand something steps yeah, 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 yeah. But he did it. He did it 
in nine minutes. Do you think you could do that? So when I saw this one, this is the one that I immediately kind of thought maybe I could beat it. But then that last part throws you off. The fact that he's the only runner mm. that has ever done this in under 10 minutes is like, Nick, you have no shot. Even if I got 11 minutes, I mean, that's you have to shed a whole fucking 60 seconds off to even get under 10. I don't, I, I couldn't come close to this. I mean, do you? Do you think you could get anywhere close? Not even close. I can't even get down a set of steps and like, I'm bad with regular steps. I can't even imagine. Yeah. You think he does like, Two steps at a time, three steps at a time. Like, what are we? What are we thinking? Can't, if you're doing it in, if you're doing it in a group, you can't do two at a time, right? Well, I've seen these before, and basically, like, I feel like they, um, I feel, I feel like I've read about this before, and I, the faster runners, they know who they are. They start from the beginning. It's almost it's timed where I think they have the thing set up where it doesn't start until you hit the first step. So they have okay. So it's not like you're starting in the back and like the time is going. I feel like the beginning runners, like, they're, they're gone. Like, before yeah. was it, they're already, like, halfway up the Empire State Building before you even get there. I'm sure there are other people in his pack who are, like, close to him. But I feel like he's got to be going at, like, two or three, maybe even four steps at a clip. I feel like he's probably very it's, tall. It's like, yeah, he's got to be tall. It's like American Gladiators where they're just throwing bows to stay ahead. Right. Uh, that, I mean, that's uh, – Man, the Empire State Building, nine minutes, 33 seconds. Like, maybe the guy's a fireman, and he, like, does this for a living, plus he runs and has I, – I don't know. That's incredible to me. I don't know. Plus, you got to position – you have to position yourself close to the handrails. Like, you can't yes. run up the middle. Like, you'll – No, no, you'll no. Fall. Either way, like, you got to be on the side. So, you got to be not near people on the side. Like, there's got to be a whole, like, positioning thing. You know, that, and the fact that he did it in 9.33 and, like, no one's ever done it under 10, it's not like he got 9.59. Mm. Like, he beat that shit by, by 27 seconds. Like, no one can touch that record, I feel like. Like, right. if no one has done it under 10 and he has it by almost a full half minute, that's – that. this guy's going to go down in history. Paul Craig, man. Yeah, so we're not trying that one. Legend. Legend. <laughs> Now we're getting into the bravado ones. Now I feel yeah. like where we're going to start being. And this is the one I feel like we're both going to say we can do this next one. I want to try this one and I want to put it on video and I want us to break it down and put it on our Instagram. I, I would love do. for us to do this. I will do it too. I'm going to need some help because I want someone to be around. Like if I can do this alone, let's talk about it first and then we'll say if we're going to do it. So uh, this is the world record for the blindfold mile. British runner Ashley Winter might have the most impressive running, running record to date. The 37-year-old from Hereford, England, set a Guinness World Record after running a mile in 10 minutes and 11 seconds while wearing a blindfold. All right, man, your ego's got to come out. You know you can you, – you think you can beat that. I, I do think I could beat it. <laughs> I'm going to add – okay, so I wrote about this article uh, on Bro Bible. What made it even harder for this guy is he's already legally blind. Okay. So legally blind, putting a blindfold on. So making it doubly hard. I feel like for us, when, you know when you put some blindfolds on and you can still kind of make out, like unless it's like a super black blindfold over your eyes, I feel like the turns will be rough. But I feel like the straightaways, if you just sprint them. Well, does it have to be on a track? 
Uh, it didn't mention that, but I know he was on a track. I'd feel more comfortable on a track. I don't know if I want to run blindfold through the streets. I don't, I don't want to go on the streets. But if someone were to say, you're on NASCAR track, and you just have to go down the straightaway, and all you got to do is run straight. I know those are slopes, so that's probably a bad example. But if someone just said, you have two miles, let's mm. call it a, a landing strip for an airplane. Mm. If someone were to say, you have two miles worth to work with, just sprint. I think I could. I, I think I could do it. I would just go straight. I feel like the curve is what makes it hard. I feel like you have to do yeah. the curve because yeah, you're right. You just sprint, and if no, there's nothing around. Exactly, just hit. sprint and be like, dude, I'll like I'll, I might fall a couple times doing it. Look like that's, an idiot. That's what I'm afraid of. Like I'm afraid of the unknown in the whatever we're on, like the the pavement or whatever. There's going to be something. There's going to be something to trip over. I feel like a track. There's like less chance of like biting it on something. But so here's the other thing. If you want to try this, like you would have to mentally make some notes of like, here's how I'm going to run. And then I know where the curve is, or you have someone to like yell out, turn, like you have a coach who's watching you do this, like turn, turn. You realistically, I mean, you walk a mile in about 15 minutes, they say, mm -hmm. what if you just had a coach to be like, all right, I'm going to run around twice. And then I'm going to lightly jog, like, like little, like little baby steps, just mm. shuffle the other half mile. I actually feel like you could beat this. I think I can too, but I, I feel like something might go wrong. I'll try, try it. I want, I, I say we try it. I say we try it in the next week or so right, and I'll talk about this week on, on next week's episode. I'll try it. I need someone to come with yeah. me. If I fall, I'm breaking yeah. <laughs> So next week, next week we were going to have a co-host. It will not be Chris. He will be from his major injury for trying this. Unless we get better Wi-Fi in like a hospital. <laughs> then I can do it from the hospital bed. Exactly. So, all right. So the yeah. last two, um, I'm going to go, I'm going to go with the bottom one first. Cause I feel like our audience would be more inclined with the other one. So we're going to talk about Chad Kemple right now. Chad Kemple is a father. Uh, he is a father of quintuplets, but that's deceiving because he has other children besides the quintuplets. Like, I feel like he has two more. So I feel like, I feel like he has seven kids in all from what I remember seeing. But Chad has the record for, he ran over at marathon because he did, tw he did 27.3 miles. 26.2 is not enough. Right. It's not. Yeah. You got to really show off. So he did. 27.3 miles, pushing his five kids for an hour of, for, for a time of four hours and 42 minutes and 49 seconds, and then did a 10K, pushing the kids, not right after it, but then eventually did a 10K, at one hour and four minutes and 52 seconds, pushing his five children in a stroller. Uh, why? Why? Why is this even a record? <laughs> I'm more as a father. I'm more impressed that you got your five kids to do something for four hours in a freaking like you have to stop. Like there's got to be exactly mass snacks. Like you, your your wife has to like drive five miles ahead probably and be like, look, when we get there, you're gonna need to like give me seven uh, six iPads. You know, five iPads really. But like I there's there's so much coordinating that needs to go on. Like I can't take two kids to the mall 
for a half hour and coordinate. This guy's running 27 miles with five kids. How did five kids Yeah. Get, like, entertain I, for 27 miles? Exactly. I have no idea why you would try this. I don't know why he went a mile beyond a full marathon. Well, I don't know why he did it once, already held and then decided, you know what, fuck it, I'll do a 10K to get the world record in that as well. Which, by the way, now that I'm kind of re- re-examining some of the records here, I actually think I could, if I had five kids, beat that world record of one four minutes with five kids on a 10K. I think that's the one I can go with. I'm gonna, I can beat that. Chad, I'm coming for you. No, you can't. <laughs> Those kids will fuck you up. They will stop. They will ruin it for you. Trust me. Like a minute into it, they'll be like, "I'm hot. I'm tired. Why are we running? I don't want to. Who's this guy pushing us?" Well, remember, this is this is coming from the guy who a doesn't have any kids, and right. b as soon as his two nephews, who were two and five yesterday, said, "Oh man, it is so quiet and it's so relaxing not to have two kids." Now add three to that in a baby carriage that you're pushing. You're probably right. I probably can't. But you know what? I, I haven't tried. So until I've been proven otherwise, I'm going to hold, hold the thought that I can. Well, I will gladly donate two of my children. If you can find three, take your two nephews, my two kids, find one more. You can have them for four hours while I go. I'll have one. Of- you can have them for that time, and I'm going to go try and break this next one, which will never happen. Our final one, and this is the one that everybody, you know, would want to try because it sounds like fun, but it would never happen. The beer mile. No. Beer mile world record holder Corey Bellamore ran a four minute and twenty four second beer mile in the two thousand eighteen beer mile classic, which beat his previous world record by nine seconds. So yeah, sure, just, just in case people don't know what the beer mile is, you run a lap, chug a beer, run a lap, chug a beer. You finished. He's not only did he run a four minute mile. He finished four beers in four minutes. Like, I mean, that guy, Joe Frat, right there. I mean, Johnny College. Like, this guy, A, can drink, and B, can run and do it at the same time. Kudos to this guy, man. There's no way I could come close. This is the one that I thought maybe try, but I can't run a, a, a mile in <laughs> under 630 if I just did it by myself. Beer? No, no way. Let's let's be honest. At what lap do you think you'd start vomiting? Uh, so I have run drunk before. Okay. I would. So I know that I can make it at least a mile. So doing it in a lap, but I'm not. I have done it like while drinking. I would say third. I feel like by the second mile, I'd I think there. I can. I could fight my way through two on the third lap midway. Or no, wait. Well, it's only one mile. So a second right. lap, you mean? Yeah. 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 So you're two beers in. Yeah. By the uh, by, by the time. So the first beer would probably go down relatively. Easy. We're also what beers are we talking? Like we have to get the tamest beer. Like, yeah, we're talking like Natty Light, man. Like Natty water, Light, Coors Light, something. Maybe yeah. a light. Also, what you if know, he did it with IPAs? He's, he's eating like a loaf of bread every time, basically. You know what would make it a little bit easier for me? Um, if they opened the beer up already, left it out, and let it get kind of flat? Yeah. I'd probably, flat and warm. I'd probably be okay. 
but like cold and just out of a can. Like if I had to pop open a can and start, no, I would not. By I mean, the dude, it's hard to. Yeah, well, I mean, it's hard to shotgun a beer when it's ice cold anyway. If you're doing that as you're running, you're sweating, it's cold, no. Oh, how this guy actually did it. Let's see video evidence of him doing it because it's, it's, it's strong work by him. There's absolutely video that exists. I feel like I remember writing about it. Yeah, this, I mean, I want to see it. I want to applaud him. I want to, hell, I want to get Corey on our podcast to talk about it and give his tips. Yes, if you're out there, Corey, we want to talk to you. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll track you down, man. Yeah, we'll Zoom you since we're not going to be able to do anything in person anytime soon. Yeah. So that covers all of our crazy running world records. If anybody out there has another one that they uh, want to talk about or they tried, uh, hit us up with it. So are we going to try the blindfold one this week? Yeah, let's do it, man. Let's, so let's try the blindfold one. Stay safe. We'll capture a little bit on video, put it on our, on our Instagram, and come back with a full report, hopefully, knock on wood, uninjured next week so literally all we have to do is take our masks and move them up over our heads and we're yeah up. that's literally all we have to do exactly when a cop asks why isn't your mask over your face be like i'm doing something i'm going for a world record bro that's I'd be all like, i'd be like who the hell are you because i'm blindfolded i have no idea it's a cop. <laughs> yeah, exactly yeah, i'm like i don't know who you are <laughs> good why point you yeah so yeah. Well, let's try to beat a record bro yeah so i like how last episode we're advocating to not wear masks. This episode, we're advocating to wear blindfolds. While we're running. Yeah, we are incredibly dangerous people. Yeah, comes two dumbasses. Yeah, we like, are dumbasses. We're like, get COVID, but totally <laughs> run into shit blindfold. That's fine. Don't worry exactly. About it. You'll be great. YOLO, bro. If you're, if you're going to have COVID, you might as well go out on top, you know? Exactly. Go out as a world record holder. <laughs> Yo, that mask looks good on your face. And just like put it up. Yeah, exactly. So, so that's our world record episode. Hopefully, uh, actually, it's also a world record. This is our longest episode so far. So we've broken our own world record. Uh, <laughs> if you got any questions for us, hit us up. Um, he's, it's, it's Endomingo at Twitter. I can never remember, dude. It's it just, it's just Endomingo on Instagram and it's Nick Domingo on Twitter. On Twitter. And I'm Chris Luminati. Uh, you can hit us up at Bro Bible. You can email us. You can find us. Listen to the old episodes. Make sure you subscribe to the website. Um, to the website. Subscribe to the podcast. <laughs> subscribe on YouTube. I'm. I'm actually. I'm out of it right now. <laughs> He's drunk. He's already drinking now to run those marathon. That mile. I am going to be drinking tonight. I am going to run after we're done talking. But then I'm going to be drinking tonight. But yeah. So uh, subscribe. Uh, send us a like. You know, review anything you can. Send us free stuff. Whatever you want. Uh, Nick, anything else before we go? No, man. Good luck with the uh, blindfold. We'll talk throughout the week and see uh, the experience, how it went for us next week. We will both talk from a hospital bed. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> All right. Thanks, everybody. Take care. Thanks, guys.